Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 853. Anne looked smug. We all need our secrets, dear, she said. Don't press a lady. I asked Alec, have times been good for you and yours? Oh, certainly, he said between mouthfuls. Three days ago, Levenshire was especially good to us, he winked. You'll see how good later. I'm glad to hear it. In fact, he leaned forward conspiratorially. We've done so well that I feel quite generous. Generous enough to offer you anything you'd like. Anything at all. Ask, and it is yours. He leaned closer and said in a stage whisper, I want you to know this is a blatant attempt to bribe you into staying with us. We would make a thick purse off that lovely voice of yours. Not to mention the songs he could teach us, Gaskin chimed in. Alec gave a mock snarl. Don't help him bargain, boy. I have the feeling this is going to be hot enough as it is. I gave it a little thought. I suppose I could stay. I let myself trail off uncertainly. Alec gave a knowing smile. But? But I would ask for three things. Hmm. Three things. He looked me up and down. Just like in one of the stories. It seems only right, I urged. He gave a hesitant nod. I suppose it does. And how long would you travel with us? Until no one objects to my leaving. Does anyone have a problem with this? Alec looked around. What if he asks for one of the wagons? Tim asked. His voice startled me, harsh and rasping like two bricks grating together. It won't matter, as he'll be traveling with us, Alec argued. They belong to all of us anyway. And since he can't leave unless we say so... There were no objections. Alec and I shook hands, and there was a small cheer. Kate held up her mug. To Quoth and his songs, she said. I have a feeling he'll be worth whatever he costs us. Everyone drank, and I held up my own glass. I swear on my mother's milk, none of you will ever make a better deal than the one you have made with me tonight. This evoked a more enthusiastic cheer, and everyone drank again. Wiping his mouth, Alec looked me in the eye. So, what is the first thing you want from us? I lowered my head. It's a little thing, really. I don't have a tent of my own. If I'm going to be traveling with my family, that's the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. And he's absolutely I'm... decided to kill them at this time. Yes, well, 100%. That... <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't actually think that he has, but I think that a lot of the double meanings on this foreshadow that. Because I don't think he decides to kill them until... He sees that they are sex traffickers, well, which so he hasn't he, seen yet. I want to pick at that because there's maybe three possibilities here. One of them is that uh, he has clued into the fact that they actually have these people. And he's like, you know, there's been some clues that even we have missed or that weren't put out for us. Because he's also like laying the groundwork for what he has to do to set them free, right? He needs a tent away from the others so he can talk with them and explain the plan. Um, he's, I don't know what the other two things are, but even before they come out, he's asked for, he started to ask for the things he needs to set them free. So that's one possibility. Another possibility is he's already decided to kill them, you know, for the crime of impersonating Ra this badly and like besmirching their names, which I wouldn't put past Quoth. I wouldn't put past Quoth to have made up his mind at this time that they're already like unforgivably. Yeah, he's not not vengeful. 
Oh, he's very vengeful, right? <laughs> well, and, and he's already decided to take revenge on them, but I do think that his revenge would be proportionate to the crime. And I don't think that up until now, I don't think there's any evidence that they have done anything so bad that they deserve death. By your moral standard, by Quoth. Well, sure, I don't know but you know that... what? And I want to be clear that if Quoth had decided that they deserve death at this point, I would be, yeah, fair enough. Like, I'm not disagreeing with And him. I think I he don't... has because the swearing on your mother's milk, none of you will ever make a better deal. Yeah. That well, says to me, you will be dead by the end of the day. I just think you're giving Quoth more credit for having everything all figured out than he does. And I don't think that he does yet. I think that you're confusing the narrative foreshadowing something with Quoth foreshadowing something. No, I, I, want... I definitely... So here's where I well, stand. I think Quoth has not... Maybe he has. I don't know. You know what? Maybe he's figured out that they've taken prisoners. I don't know exactly, but I definitely think he's decided to kill them. And I, I think, based on my read on Quoth in this book, I think the crime of impersonating Ra is bad enough. Like, based on where Quoth is right now, with the power he now has access to, uh, the, like, moral imperative given to him by understanding the Lathani. Uh, I think that he has like um, taken the mantle of judge jury executioner at this time. And I think that he's decided that they are ready to die. Jordana. I am going to sit on the fence. Of course. As, as is my way. Um, and uh, while I agree that the motivation um, for like, like I think that Quoth is motivated enough to murder them for, for impersonating the Ruh. Um, but I also agree with Jeremy in that he hasn't actually made the plan yet. Like he has he has his vengeance and his wants, but he doesn't actually know what he's doing yet. Yes, exactly. He's making it up as he goes along. And I think that like, he's not Batman. He's just a clever kid who like is good at thinking on his feet. I mean, he's getting close to being Batman. He's he's studied with I, the ninjas, you know? I really don't think that he is, though, and I want to make my case for what I think he's doing here. Okay. I think up until this point, he has, like, figured out that they're not really raw, and he's figured out that they're using, that they're, like, pretending to be raw, and they're just doing banditry, essentially. They're doing, like, burglary, and he's like, that sucks. I'm going to punish them by... Uh, poisoning them and then i'm gonna try i'm gonna see what else i can do to punish them i'm going to but i don't know what that might be yet i've already planned that they're going to be like incapacitated with the with the dreadful shits uh thanks to me poisoning the stew so now i'm gonna like get a better sense of who they are and i'm gonna see what i can get out of them they want something from me what can i get well what's a way to kind of and like when the guy offers him, like, oh, we want you to stay with us. I'm going to try and bribe you. I think a light bulb goes off in Quote's head, and he goes, okay, well, I don't know exactly what I want out of these people yet, but I'm going to ask for three things, because that seems like the kind of thing that they won't be able to refuse based on what they think they know about the Ra, right? They're going to they're gonna feel in some way obligated to play along with that. And that's what he does. Uh, and I think... Like when he says, I suppose I could stay, I think that's him not actually knowing what he wants to ask. And so he's trying to buy time by letting them fill in the blanks. Uh, and then I think you're right. When he asks for a tent, I don't think he already knows, ah, oh, they have sex slaves who I need to get away from them in my tent. I think he's just thinking, if I'm going to do other bad stuff to them, it would, and I don't know how long I'm going to be with them for, it would be useful to have my own private place to hang out that I can be in without suspicion. So the first thing I'm going to ask them for is a tent. Yes. 
So he's he's just he's clever and he's good at improvisation. I think he's just making it up as he goes along. But I don't think that Quoth thinks of himself as judge, jury, and executioner. I don't think that vile that like murder would be his first course of action to punish these people at this point. I think that once they, he knows that they've done something truly like indisputably evil, then he feels like, okay, they're doing like one of the worst things I can imagine anybody doing. And they're using, they're besmirching the good name of the raw in doing it. Now they deserve death. And I don't think that anybody could disagree with him on that point, really. Uh, but I don't think that he's made up his mind about that yet. Jordana, what do you think? You're you're looking. I'm I'm still on the fence. Uh, like I I do think he means to to kill them. I just don't think he's figured out how. You think he means to kill them now? I think I think like right now it's like or he means to like I don't know. He definitely means to like maim them enough that they want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, I don't even think that yet. Because I think you can read when he says, none of you will ever make a better deal than the one you make with me tonight. I think he, you know, he's planning to like bilk them out of something. I think he's he might simply be planning to once they're all in like their, you know, their awful agony. I think he's going to say, I'm really one of the raw and I know what you've been doing. And this is why, like, I'm going to let you leave here with your lives. Uh, and this is the best deal you'll ever get from me and the best deal you'll ever get in your lives because I'm giving you your lives. I think that might be the kind of thing he's thinking about doing. Uh, and I think that reading back on it, knowing what he does do to them, this has a more, this line has a more sinister cast because this is the last deal they're ever going to make with anybody. Okay. Yeah, that's, I, I think, there's a bit he says I, before I, that though. What's um, the, what, what bit? I'm not gonna be able to find it if I look for it. Until no one objects to my leaving, that also right. Yes, some... until yeah, no one objects and, to my leaving. Yeah, and I think you could read that both ways, right? You you know, if he poisons them and takes all their stuff and like you know, flogs them within an inch of their lives or whatever, then no one could possibly object to him leaving. But they also can't object to him leaving if he's dead. And I think that. Those lines are actually more interesting if they have two different resonances, what he intends to do in this moment and what he ends up doing later. So my argument is like, if you want the most nuanced and interesting multi-layered version of the text, then that's the reading that you want. Well, you haven't convinced me, but that's a cogent argument. So I'm happy to leave it there. There you made an offhand comparison to him as Batman, which I think is actually apt. And I want to talk about, the moral like dead parents ninjas well less less explicitly about batman and more about like the moral position that quoth finds himself in and carries forward from the end of this book um quoth in this context is the only representative of edamara the culture indeed the uh, the nation that they are flying the flag of so to speak so in a way quoth is the only one or at least the way he sees it is the only one empowered to actually like make judgments and mete out punishment under that law, which he does. The broken circle, which he brands them with after killing them, is something that we will talk about. They are subject to raw law under Quoth's, uh, in Quoth's mind right now, and he applies it to them. And secondly, I think what's interesting about his character going forward is that he has now kind of studied and has some understanding of the Lathani, which is essentially just like, 
right action, the right thing to do is the right thing to do, which of course is a tautology and it's more complicated than that. But Quoth doesn't on the page draw a, a line to that. But I think that it's not uh, a, a big jump to think that Quoth is also going, okay, the right thing to do here is to kill them unequivocally. There's no one to say no to them. They've violated the laws of the Ra, which they are ostensibly claiming to live under. And I have the power to mete out this justice, which in this case with these people is like great and good and we should applaud it. But going forward, if he takes that same attitude and applies his own brand of justice to what he perceives as a, uh, a misdeed, a miscarriage of it, when it's perhaps a bit more complicated or morally gray, we might not be cheering along with him. And I just think it's an interesting place to leave the character as this sort of like extremely powerful, extremely capable physically and magically force who believes that he is operating under an essentially like, maybe it's a misnomer to call it like a religious uh, charge to like, do good but certainly like a philosophical charge to behave and mete out action in a certain way i think that's overstating the case a bit but i see where you're coming from it's just something i want to bear in mind especially going into book three because quote is in a very different place and also like i think what we will certainly talk about in this chapter we have to bear in mind his response to powerlessness how he himself was taken advantage of many, many times and how he's sought power and agency uh, throughout his entire life. And now he finally has it. And now he's in a place to uh, prevent or to mete out justice to those that he perceives as like committing the same crimes that were committed against him when he was a child. Uh, so mm-hmm. part of his brutality, and that's I think, very bad. Batman. Yeah, that's very Batman, right? Like, see, I'm not, I'm not too far off base when I say that he studied with the ninjas uh he's the smartest boy in the room um but what i mean to say what did i mean to say i lost my train of thought because i just started thinking about batman tangent yeah well we've i mean gone... i think <laughs> i think we can leave it there yeah i think so we've <laughs> we've we've gone on for a while there's a lot more to say about this chapter so why don't we why don't we call it All sure right. we'll see more about this chapter on tomorrow's page uh the wind, wind.